Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit Simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Fans to Mike, good evening, it's half past five. This is update for Wednesday, 28th of February, 2024, from Manx Radio, 30 minutes, looking at the latest news on the Isle of Man. A background to that news, we've got sport and business and sea watch and travel updates. And the newsmakers in person this evening, the Treasury Minister defence his budget after union criticism. Ronald's way second from bottom of the delay league. Why has our organ donation law been delayed? Douglas North MHKs deliver a verdict on the horse trams and a big night at the villa tonight for the Isle of Man Sports Awards. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines. Fastamai, Chanel Suku. Fastamai. The Isle of Man Airport has been placed second in the British airport where travellers face the longest delays in 2023. Articles based on a survey online have been published in international media highlighting the top 10 worst performing airports. Moving on, the committee reviewing the island's proposed assisted dying legislation says it's waiting on two key pieces of evidence before presenting its finding. It was due to be presented this week but have been delayed. And we'll find out who are the island's top sportsmen and sportswoman of the year this evening. The event will take place tonight at the Villa Marina in Douglas, recognising the sporting achievements and success stories of the past year. In international news, a man will spend at least 36 years in jail for murdering sex worker Emma Codwell in 2005. In total, the serial rapist was convicted of 33 offences against 21 women spanning 26 years. Prince Harry is planning to appeal against a high court ruling that he lost to the UK government over his personal security. Judges earlier backed a move to downgrade his protection when he visits the UK. And the funeral of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny will be on Friday. Authorities say the cause of his death is still unknown. Those were your headlines. News at 6. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Garamaya, thank you. Chanel from the Runnelsway Met Office. There's a strong wind warning out in the North Irish Sea. State of sea is slight or moderate. The matrix signs are showing fog on the mountain. Uh, the matrix signs at Hillbury, Bagaro, Solby and Ramsey indicating that. And tonight, uh, wet with hill fog, drifting coastal mist. It will dry up overnight. Some clear spells in a southwesterly down to four degrees. And for Thursday, dry with sunny intervals in a fresh to strong southwesterly. Top temperature is eight, less windy after dark with a clearing sky overnight. Three into Friday, Jahenya. Rain first thing on a moderate easterly, perhaps wintry over high ground, then sunny intervals and isolated showers and seven degrees daylight maximum. Sunset this evening, seven minutes to six. Low tide, five to eight. High water, eight minutes before 2 a.m. Sunrise, eight minutes after seven. The morning low water at nine minutes past eight. Manx Glass and Glazing are able to offer an emergency out-of-hours boarding-up service. Call 491918. 
And the motor vessel uh, Maximum will be in just gone six o'clock tonight. The Treasury Minister has been defending decisions made in his budget amidst criticism from the trade unions. The story from Christian Jones. Mortgages spiralling, the cost of rent spiralling, the cost of rates spiralling, the cost of childcare spiralling, food. And it's all very well people in glass towers telling others that they'll have enough to live on. That's Geraldine O'Neill from the NASUWT Teaching Union, who's hit out at the government, claiming some of their members are being forced to use the food bank. These are middle-income people who are going there who cannot feed their family. All of this needs joined-up holistic thinking. Well, like we just heard, the union leaders are calling for a joined-up thinking approach, and they want that to happen before the new tax strategy goes to Timwald, which sees the higher rate of income tax lifted by 2% to 22%. What we see here are small little parcels of things which do not join up with a holistic policy that actually will keep the people who live on the island at the moment able to live and stay here and attract other people to come to the island. Treasury Minister Alex Allenson has since responded to the claims and maintains his budget is responsible and says there's already an open dialogue system in place, but he admits it could always be better. The whole idea of this budget was sustainable finances because we can't carry on drawing down on, on reserves. I mean, one of the comments um, made by um, Debbie Holsall was why we didn't increase the um, the threshold of the 20% tax rate. If we'd have increased that up to 18,500 from 14,500, it would have cost an extra 35 million drawing down from reserves. This is a responsible budget. But in view, of, in, in light of those comments, you know, we spent two hours live on, on Friday. This isn't about a soundbite administration. We have very lengthy debates in Timwald that I'm very grateful for you broadcasting. We will come on the radio shows like this. We will go out to the community. And again, at the end of the day, we are all constituency MHKs as well. We all run surgeries. We all listen to our constituents and listen to the people of the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man airport's been placed second from bottom behind uh, or in front of Aberdeen as the British airport where travellers face the longest delays last year. Articles based on a survey by the online platform triplo.com have been published in international media highlighting the bottom worst performing airports. Uh, the airport's yet to comment the story with Simon Richardson. A study compiled from Civil Aviation Authority data relating to 2023 claims Ronaldsway saw average delays of 16.22 minutes for 2,391 flights studied. December was a particularly bad month during which the average delay rose to 22.53 minutes. Third worst in the national survey was Gatwick with Manchester fourth, both of which operate regular services to the island, which could impact to some extent on the Isle of Man figures. The other airports featuring in the top ten for delays were Luton, Heathrow, Edinburgh, Teesside, Bristol and Stansted. After a number of difficult years, both during and in the wake of the Covid pandemic, the island's airport remains in the spotlight. Issues include a shortage of air traffic controllers. This has meant the airport closing for periods during the day to enable ATCs to take statutory breaks. It's hoped that following the recruitment of three new qualified ATCs and three students, the situation will improve noticeably from next year after they complete training programmes. The airport has also received an additional cash boost of £1.5 million in the recent budget. The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wind. Faster by 22 minutes before six. The horse trams size 
of government and housing just some of the topics covered when MHKs for North Douglas appeared on Man in Line today on housing one listener messaged to say the problems her daughter had faced caused her to leave the Isle of Man so what can be done? Here's John Wannenberg and David Ashford MHKs Both my eldest sons have left the island as well. It's a very hard situation to turn around and it certainly won't be turned around tomorrow as we've ably proved the last two years. Personally, what do I think? We need to build more houses and we need to build more social houses. That would be an enormous game changer. We need to look at as to how many properties, you know, landlords owning hundreds of properties. I don't think that's a good thing. It's certainly legal. They're allowed to do that. But is, is it good for our young people? No, it's not. What matters to people out there is what they can physically see. And one of the problems, I'll be quite blunt, over the last two and a half years is people have not seen things shift in housing. Yes, there's been a lot of data collection, a lot of strategy. That now needs to turn out into a reality for people so we need more affordable housing units being built this administration so far has delivered 100 affordable housing units but it's not enough if we're going to meet the economic strategy ambitions there's got to be more as john said social housing although there's been the odd unit here added here or there or public housing it's not actually been that much change in the last 20 years in terms of the numbers we need more of that but also what we need which always gets forgotten about is last time housing housing for people to downsize into to release the general housing stock as well um, so it's a myriad of things we've got a lot going on at the moment so for instance there's new uh, there's new affordable housing developments going on in Balasala, Colby, Ramsey we've done amendments to the shared equity schemes to try and open them up and those shared equity schemes are coming up for review again we've also um, done amendments to the income thresholds for general needs housing but I still think there's further work to be done there. The great and good of Manx Sport are going to be celebrated later with the 2023 Isle of Man Sport Awards at the Villa Marina in Douglas. Manx Olympic snowboarder Zoe Gillings Briar is the guest of honour tonight. She explains what it's like to have the title at this year's ceremony and how she thinks the Isle of Man sport as a whole continues to flourish. It feels brilliant, actually. Yeah, obviously, I've been to the Sports Awards many times before as an athlete, but it's, yeah, really looking forward to, to seeing everyone and being there in, in a different capacity this year and seeing sort of the people and the achievements that they've made this year and everything. I'm always astounded by the amount of world championships and Olympians and world-class athletes that we get from the island. The amount of the variation of sports is represented every year is brilliant. There's one sort of the main things that I try and encourage people to do is try out lots of different sports because there's thousands of different sports out there. So it's brilliant that there's lots of different sports with people at the high level and people are getting re- recognised in lots of different sports so that the, the people who are thinking about getting into sport, kids especially, will be able to see people who are already achieving in their sports. The athletes will take a fair bit of the spotlight during the sports awards but there's so many people in the respective sports on Ireland behind the scenes that help make it all happen. For you yourself when you were starting out uh, in your career how important were the people around you in helping get you to where you got to in your career? Well they're essential really. I mean you can't have an athlete getting to the top level without good coaches behind them, good people people running the clubs, the volunteers to help the event run. I mean it's all absolutely essential. It's not just that one person who's on the podium at the end of the day there's all the people behind the scenes that don't normally get recognised that much actually so it is brilliant that there's the different categories at the Sports Awards to, to recognise these people who are kind of a bit hidden sometimes and don't get the recognition that they deserve, really. The island's always been really strong in sport, but it's just going from strength to strength. We've got new things that are coming in every few years. I mean, we've got the Academy now, which is only a few years old. And that's bringing through brilliant athletes from the grassroots level. So I think really just the island's going from strength to strength. That's just the phrase that fits it, really. I mean, we're getting better every single year. 
Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Another vessel, Manxman, left Hisham at half past two this afternoon. She'll be into the bay in the next 20 minutes or so. Onto the link span after six o'clock tonight. Departing this evening at 7.45 for Hesham. Arriving there at half past 11. The overnight departure from Lancashire is 2.15. Back to Douglas at six tomorrow morning. And Thursday morning's departure, 8.45. Manxman heads to Hesham. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. Two public consultations, a year-long public campaign and approval by the Council of Ministers will be needed before an opt-out organ donation system comes into force on the Isle of Man. Daniel's Law received royal assent in July 2021, but is yet to be introduced on the Isle of Man. Here's Sean Cowper. The opt-out system would see all Manx residents automatically enrolled as organ donors unless they choose to remove permission. Former Gulf MHK Martin Perkins put forward the idea in a private member's bill in 2020, but since completing the legislative process the following year, it hasn't been brought into force. Last month, Cabinet Office Minister Kate Lord Brennan confirmed no date had been set for the implementation of the laws, admitting it's a complicated piece of legislation to enact. But now her department has published a proposed timeline for the introduction of the Human Tissue and Organ Donation Act. Stage one will see a steering group reconvened and a project lead appointed, with codes drafted and government stakeholders engaged. That will be followed by a six-week public consultation on the codes and a 12-month public campaign. Stage three involves a second public consultation and a summary of responses before the Cabinet Board and Council of Ministers approve the changes ahead of them being laid before Tinwald at stage four. There'll also need to be training for Manx Care before the Act is implemented in stage five of the timeline. In the meantime, the Cabinet Office says you can register your decision through the Organ Donation Register and talk to your family about whether you'd consent to donating organs. Manx Radio Business Briefing. 16 minutes before 6, Bitcoin rose to $60,000 for the first time in more than two years amid surging optimism for the token. It's widening beyond committed digital asset enthusiasts. In the corporate space, wealth uh, manager St James Place tumbled over 19% after saying it had swung to a full-year loss and slashing its dividends as it set aside £426 million for potential client refunds. For a full daily market report, go to ramseycrookall.com IKEA, or if you want, IKEA, is buying up worldwide empires of shopping malls. Shopping centres have been struggling for years as more consumers switch to online buying, and IKEA operator Inca Group's strategy is doubling down by snapping up undervalued sites with a novel scheme for revitalisation. The Wall Street Journal reports the plan is to put an IKEA store in each mall and entice more shoppers with Nordic-themed food halls, children's play areas, and co working spaces building out a broader consumer experience. The group is actively looking to buy and build out more North American locations and in Europe, Inca acquired a shopping centre in Brighton last November. The company is planning to open malls in two Chinese cities this year, Shanghai and Xi'an, with an Indian debut planned for next year. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets closed mixed ahead of key inflation data. US markets slightly weaker after a report 
future, the US economy expanded at a slightly lower rate at the end of last year. Oil ticked up and gold was subdued. The numbers from Ramsey Crook all at the close in London. FTSE 100 down three quarters of a percent at 7,626. The DAX in Frankfurt up half a percent, 17,593. A short time ago in New York City, the Dow Jones Industrials down just over a tenth of a percent, 38,910. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index down just over a third of a percent at 15,979. The S&P 500 down eight hundredths of a percent, nearly a tenth of a percent at 5,074. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one US dollar, 26.5 cents, one euro, 16.8 cents, and 24 South African rand, 38.1 cents. In commodities, gold's up nearly two tenths of a percent, $2,033 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude down two tenths of a percent at $82.05. I'm running late again. Do you know where I put my car keys? In the fridge. Where's my phone? Under the dog basket. By... You haven't forgotten that we're seeing Ramsey Crook all later? Oh, uh, no, of, of course not. Um, 5pm, is it? Quarter to three. I'll be there. Life is busy. That's why Ramsey Crookall's team takes time to help you make a mindful investment decision. Considering all the options, giving you full control of your financial future. Less stress, more assurance. Forgot to put my shoes on. Oh. See how we can make your money work for you. Call 717171 or visit RamseyCrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. The Isle of Man Green Party says this year's budget could have gone further, should have gone further in helping the squeeze middle and tackling climate change. Secretary Andrew Lang and Newton. We just see it's all just a bit tempered around the edges. We don't really see any rhetoric directly dealing with these things, especially climate change. There's a great opportunity to deal with exactly what the, one of the issues we're dealing with right now, have been dealing with, which is huge inflation. That's come about because of a huge cost increases in gas, in oil around the world that's affecting the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man has all the assets it can to make ourselves a renewable island and then a self-sustaining island. What we need to see now is huge investment in renewables, and we haven't seen that from Minister. Huge missed opportunity, and we go into 2024 without the certainty that we can deal with the future volatility in global energy markets by uh, sustaining the Isle of Man through its own energy that's available on our doorstep. The second point is about inequality. We see that the squeezed middle in the Isle of Man Green Party is very concerned about that. Um, We have a regressive tax policy. We don't have a progressive tax policy and we have a tax cap as well. So we've got this huge issue where the minister really hasn't grabbed the nettle and dealt with the issue, which is progressive taxation and um, dealing with a huge issue that we're really concerned about is a huge bubble of debt in our housing market. Are we looking at a financial crisis for the Isle of Man when we have house prices 8.5 times average earnings? That's one of the worst in the world. And that's a huge debt bubble for the private sector in the Isle of Man, for people in the Isle of Man. We needed to see the minister grab the net on that issue and we haven't seen it. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Manx Radio Sport. Fast am I, Rob Pritchard. Fast am I. Good evening. Starting with motorsport and the 2023 Manx Rally has been voted the best event of the Pro Tire Asphalt Rally Championship of the last year. Manx Autosport has shared the news after claiming the title, which received the most votes from registered rallying competitors in the championship itself. Last year was a landmark one for the Isle of Man meeting, with 2023 marking 60 years since it first began in 1963. The event's director, Mark Ellison, says it's a fabulous accolade, and credit goes to each and every person who played a part in the rally, including 
including their volunteer marshals. Elsewhere, Manx Autosport has also recently confirmed the plans for the 2024 edition of the competition, which is scheduled to take place on the 10th and 11th of May. Elsewhere, there has been more success and strong results for three Manx Archery Club members during the latest Scottish Indoor Championships. John Angelini, Leslie Slight and Rose Sanderlands all took part in respective classes during the event held at Napier University in Edinburgh last Sunday. Contesting the senior male freestyle compound class, Angelini took the gold medal in the category to be crowned Scottish champion. Elsewhere, Slight took gold in the ladies' longbow event, as well as top spot in the veteran traditional recurve class. Sanderlands, meanwhile, only just missed out on a medal in the adult female freestyle unlimited class, taking fourth place. Angelini and Sanderlands are also due to represent Scotland at the upcoming European Indoor Archery Championship in Fortaventura, Spain, from the 18th to the 24th of March. And in snooker, there's now a four-way tie at the top of the Max Builders Merchants Snooker League as the title race hots up. In the latest fixtures, there were defeats for the joint leaders Finchel Rockets and Q-Zone Blinders against St. Olav's and Q-Zone Masters, respectively. That, coupled with victories for St. Olav's and Peel Legion, means there's four squads level at the summit on 50 points with seven weeks of the campaign remaining. Elsewhere, Dave Welsh leads the individual league standings with 14 wins to date, whilst John Kennish's haul of 57.5 points puts him top of the high-break league. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronald's Way, the 525 Logan Air from Manchester came in on time. Next, there's the Hop House 7 EasyJet from London Gatwick, the 5 to 8 Logan Air returning patient transfer from Liverpool on time. And the 8 o'clock Logan Air from London City showing on time. Outbound, just uh, the 6 o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool, outbound patient transfer plane. And the 8 o'clock EasyJet to London Gatwick, both showing on time. Uh, remember, at the airport, by the way, the inner lane of the terminal building road is temporarily closed for grand repairs. So do take care if you're heading to the airport. On the roads in Glen Tramon, temporary lights on Lazare Road for resurfacing. The face closures on the Starvey Road for water main works. And the bottom end of the Balabui Road is closed for ditching work. Part of the Loops Road and Foxdale's closed between Erie Dam and Kionslew Hill for patching work. In Gansey, bottom end of Mount Gorn's closed for patching work. In Ramsey, Parliament Street, closed from Court Road to the end of Bourne Place for repairs to the speed ramps and the reversal of the one-way system at times. Watch out. In Baldrine, temporary lights on the main road north of the Liverpool Arms. They're working on the tram crossing. And phase closures on the Ballakill Ferry Road continue till June for water main work in Colby. The Kean Drockard Road in Andrus closed in phases for water main work. South of Kirk Michael closes on the Balalai Road for water main work. In Douglas, Hillside Avenue closed for adjacent office window replacement through to Circular Road. Section of Switzerland Road's closed for construction work. Temporary lights to the bottom end of Summer Hill for gas repairs. Uh, lights on Brighton Terrace at Mount Bradder Junction for gas main replacement. And temporary lights by Lock Prom uh, by Tower House for cleaning the building fascia. And remember the Matrix signs at Hillbury. Solby, Bagaro and Ramsey to the mountain showing fog. Ask how you can spread the cost interest-free at Keyside. The Infrastructure Minister's vowed to put a greater focus on small maintenance jobs this year after admitting the Isle of Man looks tired. Tim Crookall, MHK, has been discussing his plans for the year ahead on the railways and the roads. Yeah, the amount's come down from a couple of years ago. We're down to about two and a quarter million pounds a year, I think, to carry on the, the refurbishment of the rails and things like that. But uh, yeah, there's still money there to do that and look after them. And the horse trams, are they ever likely to trot all the way to the sea terminal? That's the big question, isn't it? It's uh, First and foremost, we need
need to get tramway terrace sorted first, make that safe so we can get in and out of the stables and get the horses in and out running on the uh, on the half circuit, if you like. And then we'll have to uh, look for the money and uh, put a case back to Timwardin Treasury for finishing it. And in terms of infrastructure, the focus appears to be much more on maintenance uh, of the highway rather than the, 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 the big schemes. Uh, is that something that you think is going to make a big difference now across the island? Are people going to be able to see uh, the significant improvements in, in the maintenance of, of their roads particularly? Hopefully the roads and the footpaths, in that, that includes the coastal footpaths and those up over the hills and things, you know, the maintenance money I, I think over the last few years has been taken away and used on the bigger schemes and that and we need to get back to doing the maintenance properly. Um, you know, we'll see how this year goes but you know, the island looks tired and at times it's uh, dishevelled in places and there's just dirty signs around, there's this, that need, all sorts of things that need doing. Small jobs that probably cost next to nothing except for the labour time uh, and I think would make a huge difference to the island so we're going to look at doing something, something along those lines as well this year. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Five to six Manx residents are soon be asked for their opinions on whether disposable vapes should be banned on the Isle of Man. Here's Lewis Foster and first of all, the great Manx public. I think it's a good idea. My son's 12 and all his mates smoke vapes. They're only doing it because their friends are doing it and then they get hooked to it. Yeah, no, especially with them being like the single-use plastics, which we're trying to get rid of. Not what we need right now in the current climate. Well, that was a verdict from Strand Street after the UK came out with its announcement last month. Rishi Sunak's government says it wants to ban the items by early next year to protect children's health. Health Secretary Victoria Atkins recently told the BBC she was confident the new bill would pass Parliament by the time of the general election, which must be held by the 28th of January 2025. Well, here on the island, the Environment, Food and Agriculture Minister has been asked what consideration has been given to adding single-use vaping products to the list of banned single-use plastics. Well, here on the island, the Environment, Food and Agriculture Minister has been asked what consideration has been given to adding single-use vaping products to the list of banned single-use plastics. The question comes from Douglas South MHK Sarah Maltby. Claire Barber says her department has become acutely aware of the environmental implications posed by disposable vapes. Matters relating to single-use plastic and waste disposal have been explored and the best approach considered. She says as a result, draft regulations using the Climate Change Act have been prepared and subject to department approval, a public consultation to ban the use of disposable vapes is planned in spring 2024. That's it for update tonight, compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Chanel Suku, producer Amy Griffiths. After the news at six, our arts programme Spotlight with Rhianne Evans, Greatest Hits with Chris Kinley. 6.30, the Opera Hour with Ernie Thorne at 9 and I'm back tomorrow, 29th of February at 5.30. W-I-